All right, last show of the calendar year. Thank you, Morales. It's your boy, the big CY, Clinton Yates, television's Clinton Yates, president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. And, of course, Beto Duran is oh. in the building right now, Senor Duran. What's up, man? Are you are you on the line? How are you? I don't know. Am I on the line here? Yes, Am I, I can hear you. All right, cool. You yeah. are working. All, all right, right, so all right. Beto is here. Yeah. Hey, Taylor Gang's in the building. Emily's back home. Like I said, last program for Travis and Sliwa of 2022. We're going to do a special Ask Beto, Ask Clinton, <laughs> Ask Taylor, Ask Emily. You know the drill. Woo. It's Ask Slee today. So let's try to get those in. Hit the same hashtag that you always do. Ask Slee. <laughs> what is that voice? Who is that person in your life? That's Travis. It's Travis. Okay, all right, good to know. Um, <laughs> it's funny when Travis does it. Uh, it's also funny when you do it. I've got thrown off there for a second because this is what happened last night. Everybody else to last night had a good evening. Of course, Emily was out at Olive Garden. We'll get to that in a second. Flexing. I'm down with the sickness, so I'm at the crib. But there is a, co- a high school basketball tournament happening, and I remembered that our friend Beto Duran – Announce his high school basketball game. So I tuned in to hear Beto Duran call a high school basketball oh, game. Oh, for real? Tonight. I absolutely okay. did that. So you were on the broadcast. I heard you talking about the TikTok on the broadcast, <laughs> all right? I was listening for that portion of the program, sir. So don't get that one twisted. Yeah. But other than that, the big thing that happened last night, obviously, is the Lakers won a basketball game. Not the biggest deal in the world, but we can you get can some. You mean not the biggest deal? Some, That's a big well, deal. the Magic are a young team. No. Nah. Yeah. Right now, we take it any way you can if you're a a Laker fan. That's a good call. I know you were out at the court, so you didn't necessarily get a chance to see. I caught up on it this morning. But you caught up on it. What did you think of the game last night, Beto? When I, you know, Spectrum Sports Night, they do the Lakers compactor where they condense the game or anything out there. Love that, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how I, I watched it this morning. Did the game look easy? Did the game look like a Laker team that was in control? Did the game look like it was a a Laker team that wasn't gonna give it away at the end? Like, what's yeah. going on here? They looked like, well, okay. Or did it get all, because it was sped up too much? I, it threw me off. What, what no, happened? it wasn't that. It's that they, they played the Magic. You know, and the Magic The Magic are a young team. The Magic are a kind of team that if you are not actively following either college or pro basketball, yeah. you probably do not know who most of the members on that team are. Yeah, so You're, you're playing fantasy basketball. Yeah, it, That's right, how you're you a fantasy them. basketball guy, or you're really into dudes when they come out um, and where they go immediately because the Magic have – They've got to have younger one of the youngest rosters yeah. in the NBA at this point. Um, the thing about the Lakers about yesterday, which I, I, I thought was good, and ultimately why I think that nobody should really give up super hope on this team is that they beat a bad team, you know, without their best guy. And, and, and people talk all the time about how, oh, well, you know, you got to be good teams. Well, if you can't be bad teams, you're certainly not going to be a good team. And exactly. they lost to a lot of bad teams last season. That yes. was a big part of the issue with what this team did. And so we heard Ireland's call in the intro. I thought that was rather understated because that lob from AR to LeBron was one of the most exciting plays I'd seen all year from this team in terms of how confident um, Reeves was throwing that ball over back blind over his shoulder to a you know streaking LeBron. That was Beautiful. Dwayne Wade-esque, if you ask me. Did but you see what SportsCenter did with that? I did not. Oh, it was pretty cool. I mean, great for radio, right? That I'm going to talk about what they feel on TV. But <laughs> no, that alley-oop, they froze it so well. And behind the basket, there were like six Laker fans. 
So they froze it. They blacked out everybody else except for the Laker fans, and they got their reactions. Oh, nice. And then when LeBron went up for the dunk, he had this great facial expression, and they zoomed in on that. I mean, the Sports Center people did a great job uh, with the highlights. And I, I was watching that after the game yesterday. I'm like, wow. Like, this looks like it was a fun game to watch. I was watching the highlights as I was getting something to eat last night. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got to watch this game to see this. And you're right. That dunk right there, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy who's going to say, oh, right now any win is good because it makes you feel better because you're supposed to beat a team like Orlando 129-110, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to do that. But let me have this right now, right? Let, <laughs> let me enjoy the fact that 38-year-old LeBron was flying all over the court, getting up like that, because that was just cool to see because, look, this is a team that, honestly, before I saw this game yesterday, I'm thinking Orlando, I hate saying it's a trap game, but... Losable game. Absolutely. Yeah. When you have uh, Bunchero, Wagner, Wagner, Bowl, Fultz, and you're like, okay, I've heard the guy from Bowl, like Bowl, Bowl, yeah. Bowl, Bowl, yeah. He's With a modern day, okay. People uh, know who he is, yeah. Bunchero was a big draft pick. Uh, Wagner, or is it Wagner? Is it Wagner or Wagner? What is it's, it? I mean, it's it's Wagner, no, but, but people it, call it that, Wagner. Exactly. Like, that's the kind of team that Orlando has. Yeah. So when you're dunking all over them, winning 129-110, give me that. Let me have it. Let me close out the year strong. I think most importantly, Beto, too, they broke the losing streak. I mean, that's that's yeah. important here. You know, the wins, people always act as if the wins and losses kind of don't matter unless you get into the playoffs and then it's all bets are off. I, I don't buy that. I buy that the culture of winning matters in terms of mm-hmm. what you're doing in any particular given streak. I buy that, number number two, you win more games, you're a better team. It's as huh. simple as that. So this this was a big win for them. Westbrook got his triple-double. It was unfortunately the least important triple-double of the night in the NBA, but that's a separate matter. Um, I I think that – and I, I'm not going to take a victory lap on this because I don't think that it was anything particularly groundbreaking at the time. But, you know, his ability to come off the bench and still – participate and contribute is very important. My, my solution to this was at the time, if he comes off the bench and gets triple doubles that do not involve points, well, then you've got the best possible Russell Westbrook you can get. Mm-hmm. That hasn't necessarily been the case, but the production has gone up since he's become a reserve player, sort of a sixth-man captain kind of role, and I think that it's been about as good as you can get. Now, the issue with that, Beto, he said, quote, by the way, I'm a hooper. I can do anything, anytime, anywhere. I'll continue to do what is asked of me until further notice. I love that. As if, love as if he's that. getting an eviction somehow on his well, locker. For him, kind of uh, being sent to the bench, that's an eviction for him. that's true. Yeah. You know, but I love that attitude of saying, I'm a hooper. Because you know, you have guys that play basketball, then you have the hoopers, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a distinction there. And he said, I will play. Russell Westbrook, you know he's going to be that dude when he's 55 and he's just going to be somewhere on a court and you're like, Who's that old man just breaking people out? Who's they made an something? entire movie about this called Uncle Drew. That's yeah. exactly who he's going to be. And, 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 and going to be salty as can be, just <laughs> busting these kids and saying, ba, 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 going after him, man. They showed some interest in some fight last night, which is important, because after we talked about yesterday, LeBron saying, I don't know if we've you know we've thrown too much dirt on our own grave. That was concerning. They got a big win uh, in Orlando. Now, I think I mean, we got a lot more stuff going on, but I, th- I think my thing with the Lakers at this point is it's almost like every game is its own individual situation in terms of what you can expect, whether it's the opponent, whether or not it's just breaking a losing streak, whether or not it's LeBron potentially getting closer to the record. There's like a little mini problem to solve every single game played. I think Westbrook solved a little bit of a problem last night, and I really like AR and LeBron kind of being on the same page. An Aust- a confident Austin Reed 
Reeves, Taylor lookalike, is more important to this team, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, than I think – how, by the way, Taylor, if you walk down the street in an Austin Reeves jersey and people told you – and, like, we told people you were Austin Reeves, do you think they'd believe you? I like how you're using the name or the nickname AR now. After yeah, we well, that, we after yesterday, that. right. We just sort of <laughs> discovered that AR is a nickname, and it's much shorter. So do you think people would think that you were possibly him in public? Too? No, not true Laker fans. Come on now. No, no, That's no. True. We're not saying you true Laker fans. Just, just Laker fans. All right, in Hermosa. All right, let's by. do it. Let's do it. Let's try right, it out. But not if a jersey. How about? I got to lose a bet, though. Come on. No, yeah, not a jersey. Like a, like a, like we need some official team gear practice yeah. stuff. So like, it looks like you just came from El Segundo or whatever. Practice jersey. There you go. <laughs> the name's AR. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're about what six five, something like that. Something like that. You can get, you can get away with it. I, I swear. If, all right, you walk next to me. In Hermosa, people are going to think that we're doing a story about you. That's true. Let's go. Oh, that's a great Take idea. Take the bike down there. Yeah. yeah. That's a good April Fool's bit for next year. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh, Austin's into some really weird hobby, and you go do this yeah. whole story where he's like, I, I don't do know. need some clout. Yes. yes. Absolutely. That would be funny. There you go. That's that what would we be funny. Anything yeah. you noticed last night, even in the short watch, Beto, about, about the Lakers? You know, uh, like I said, I'm watching a compact is actually on TV again right now. Mm-hmm. You know what it looked like for a while? They were actually having fun. Yeah, like I, I know it's the dumbest thing that to, to pick out, but you said it, Clinton. If you're losing, it takes a toll. It doesn't matter what level you're at, right? You're you've lost four in a row. You're on the road. You're gonna be gone for two weeks. You're not gonna see your family for Christmas or New Year's. Losing sucks, right? And they always <laughs> say that winning is the best cologne in a locker room. Absolutely, but just feeling a game where they look like they were in control, like pulling up whenever they want, doing things. It's been a while since I've seen a Laker team this season that actually looks like they want to be on the court. There's a question about whether or not this team having fun is actually a better team than the team that's pressing to try to win, at least in my opinion, because you know at this stage, we're in that kind of middle zone where it's like, all right, well, we're after Christmas, we're before the All-Star break, this is pretty much where you figure out who your squad actually is, and Excuse me, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, you know, with the way that the stars are aligning, and I don't mean that proverbially in the sky, I mean literally in the National Basketball Association, the stars are aligning for teams that are the best in the league right now, and the Lakers kind of aren't one of those teams. I think watching a squad that has some fun is going to be actually as rewarding for the fan experience as anything else we get for the rest of the season, because I don't see this team going very far. I don't see them going far either, but with a record of 14-20, and 20, it's the holidays, bro. Give me that win. Especially you when you team, know you're you, Miami. Yeah. Do you think this team finishes 500? Um. Damn, I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah. Taylor, do you see this team getting to 500? Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> Wow. Absolutely not. Come on. Okay. The Kings fan, of course, is going to tell you that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I asked him is because if, if, if listen, if the Lakers don't finish 500, somebody's got to finish somewhere else. You think the Kings are going to finish 500? I mean, they're going to light the beam, baby. That's yeah, all. Right can. now, they're above 500. That's what I'm saying. Do you think they're going to finish there? I mean, they need Sabonis back. His his injury is really hurting him right now. But you know, if he comes back, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Are yeah. the Los Angeles Lakers going to finish with the worst record in California this season? Oh wow! That's the question I'm asking as far as the wow. NBA is concerned. That's in California. play. The Clippers are up there. They're, That's completely they're in play. The Warriors are good. You know what I'm saying? And if the Kings are lighting the beam every other time I turn on my television, well, then it's entirely possible that the Lakers lose the California sweepstakes, which would be – I can't imagine – well, when's the last time that actually happened? 
That's a good question. Uh, we should get our crack research team on. No, I mean, there's only one person that knows anything <laughs> about the Kings. Not even the people that work for the Kings know this record. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe we're opening up Kings Talk on the last day of It's not Kings Talk. It's California oh, no, 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 basketball no. talk. Travis and Slee, and you have, you have, you've had more than a minute worth of Kings Talk. This is just blasphemy right here. This is well, just welcome, bad. Welcome, welcome to my life. At Slee right now, wherever he's at, he's just... Pulling the hair that he's got left. Slee's huh? welcome to call the program with his own show name, with his own name on. Slee's about to go start his own Instagram live right now just to combat <laughs> what you're doing. He needs to get on the air just for to, for this. We had I plenty can't. Lakers talk. <laughs> By the way, I did not know that Ar had that pass in him. Like oh, the yeah. over the shoulder lock. Oh yeah, I was not familiar with his. The dude can hoop. The dude he's, can hoop. He's a hooper. He's a fun guy. I yeah. like. Uh, he's oh he's a hooper to you. Oh yeah, because wow. he just gets things done. He's the guy that's gonna get things done for you. I love. I'm. I love watching him play. I mentioned it earlier. Russell Westbrook had a triple-double. It was the least impressive (laughs) triple-double of the night, unfortunately. You know why? Because Luka Doncic went absolutely nuts last night. We'll talk about that next on Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Baller, <laughs> shot caller, 20-inch bait, Tony Impala. What a great song. Good this, pull. as far as I'm concerned, is a Negro spiritual on every single level. Good if you play pull. this song in the house on the holidays at my crib of my family, you're going to have 15 people dancing immediately. Okay, what a great jam. Taylor gang, get it done yet again. Every time we need a first down, I pop out of the huddle and I look to Taylor and he's running a crossing route and he catches the ball and he gets past the sticks. That's a good job. And he gets um, the yards after the catch, too. Gets he the gets yardage. you next five, six, man. Well, Travis and Sliwa, Yates and Duran in the building here on a Wednesday. Last program of the calendar year of 2022 for Travis and Sliwa. So get your questions in. We're doing Ask Slee in a little bit. Hashtag Ask Slee. A lot of you guys asking me questions about things that happened in the NBA last night. Reminder. I do not only watch the Lakers. I watch the entire league. So when I'm making a point about the league, it's about basketball on the whole, not just about one particular basketball team. As for the Lakers, yes, the Magic are playing well recently, but the point is is that they got to win. The front side of that back-to-back is very important because, as we know, Beto, um, LeBron does not play on the back end of back-to-backs. No need. No need. But at the same time, that's also one of those things where I feel like that's kind of an indication of what your season is overall. If your best player on the team can't play two games in a row simply because it doesn't work for the rest of the season, well, then your season is not going to have a very high But then season. again, that's the NBA, too, where low to management, guys not playing the second night of oh, back I get to it. back. It's, it's, it's expected. I get it. But you know, LeBron actually – I, I kind of want to see him in Miami, though. You know, like, I very much want to like, see him the, in Miami. The, the storyline's always there. Would have it, rather seen him in Miami than in Orlando. Yeah. Be you should beat Orlando without LeBron, I would hope. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, but it'll be a little bit closer. But I, I you know, I, mean, I love the storylines. I love the pettiness. I love the little angles of everything that goes on. So LeBron in Miami is always good. But hey, we're not going to get it. So more importantly, last night in the National Basketball Association, oh I watched gosh. something that literally I've never seen before. You know how I know I've never seen it before? Because nobody in the world has ever seen it before, <laughs> Duran. Um, Luka Doncic went nuts. And it wasn't just – okay, let me, let, me, let me back up a little bit. Yeah, do this. There's stars in this league, and then, as Sedano would say, and he said this before, there's people you'd go to pay to play watch uh, play basketball. Pay to play, watch basketball. Pay to watch, play basketball, excuse me. Um, And Luca's on that list. You know, we get into a lot of games, we do a lot of stuff, and we say, oh, yeah, that guy's fun. It is very rare for people to break that ceiling of, oh, no, I'd give my hard-earned money to simply watch this dude do what he does for my own entertainment. Luca is one of those guys. Last night he had an insane line, 60-20-10, first in NBA history. Wait, slow that down again. Slow it down. Sixty, amazing. Mind you, he had more than he had more than each. He had sixty. He had yeah. twenty. I think he had twenty-one rebounds, and I can't remember what his actual final assist line was. But sixty points in any NBA basketball game is nuts. That that, know, that alone is wow. Overtime or not? Overtime or not? And I would be willing to say, okay, yeah, he got a couple extra in overtime. But if you saw how Doesn't it matter. went to overtime, <laughs> you would know that he earned it. He's on the line. The Knicks are. You know, looking to just squeak the game away. He does the little brick off the glass move, which shouts to the VP of the Handsome Man community who said, that move never works. The move works a lot. Guys just don't make the shot. That's the thing. He got the rebound back, made the actual shot, and then proceeded to blow the Knicks out in overtime. It was one of the most impressive dominant performances I've seen in a long time. Beto, have you seen a player like Luka who you just thought, this guy could do anything at any given time in a long time? 61 60, 21, 10, yep. and two steals while you're at it. Uh, five offensive rebounds, getting it done. But when you look at Luka Doncic, right, you're wondering when he comes into town, okay, am I really going to do this? Absolutely, you're going to spend some money. And I'm the guy who's, if it's free, it's me, give me three. Right. I'm actually looking like, okay, you know what? Because if your son asks or your friend, like somebody important asks, hey, let's go watch this game. Like, yeah, you know what? I'll shell out some money. For this guy right now, they're going to play right. the Lakers. It's going to be an ugly game. Good because I'm going to the Lucas show. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of guy. This is like, remember when the Clippers were bad and they used to advertise visiting players? Yeah. And this would be, hey, Luka Doncic coming to town. Absolutely. Like, this is the guy around the league. And you see this where games are going on. You know, there's that league pass alert that, that lets you know when a game goes down to Definitely, the crunch wire. Yeah, yeah it, it's great, right? If you're a basketball fan, you just know what's going on. But you get the Luca updates. <laughs> That's what happens. So last night I'm working these games, the classic of Damien, and I'm looking at Twitter, and all I see is Luca, 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 Luca. Just when your tweet is just one word, when it's a name, and it's not Luca Doncic scored sixty, blah blah blah. No, it was just Luca, Luca, Luca. Yeah. Like there was a whole <laughs> thread of this. I'm like. What is going on? I thought he hit a game winner. The big thing it said on my TL was, I'm sorry, Luca did what? And yeah. it was a lot of that. People who couldn't even, on first take, describe what it is. And that first take, I mean, to themselves, not the television program. Describe what it is that they heard. Here's the best part, though, Beto. After he does this masterful performance, he gets on a microphone, talking post game, and here's what he says. I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later. You're young. <laughs> 
I need a recovery beer. Yes! <laughs> yeah, that's my guy right there. Build the statue for him yesterday, okay? I need a recovery beer immediately after a game. Two things about this, Beto. Number one, comic timing in a good spot. Who is thinking to drop a joke right there? Two, Honesty, he actually drinks recovery beers. For all of us who know full well what the hair of the dog is and have executed this task on multiple occasions, one of us. One of us. I can't believe he said that after a game just offhand. Quote of the year in the NBA after the game of the year. Don't ask me any more questions. I didn't hear that part. That's yes. amazing. That, I that, need a recovery beer. First of all, not just a beer, a recovery beer. Because we know very important you got to get the carbs back in you, right? This kind of reminds when I used to work at uh, Carriage Cross Park in Carson, right? When I was a rec leader there, you would see the dudes get off of work, they show up, and they're playing pickup. You know, I got next, blah, blah, blah. And you see the dudes, they have the brown bag, right? They're, they get done <laughs> running full court. They either go smoke a cigarette or they go to the, get their talk hand, and then they come back out, and they're still lighting up the young kids, right? Like the old man basketball. It's a straight park league getting after it. And you're like, how's that dude balling if he's all loaded right now? Because he could do it. An NBA player saying, I need a recovery beer? It had to be a European player. It had to oh, be. Oh, absolutely. That, Legendary. Yeah. This this is why I missed the boat where, where I should have been a reporter. I should have been a reporter in the 70s and 80s where <laughs> you, got, you used to go see guys icing their arm in the tub. And what do they have? A cigarette. And a tall boy as they're talking to uh, the media, right? Or, you know, uh, yeah. back to Jim Leland. That kind of era where reporters and players are going back and forth, arguing about things. You've heard legendary stories of guys of going out to bars and they run into each other. And that's where you get the beat, right? You know, you, it was before everybody had a computer in their phone, on, on right. their pocket, right? Where before anybody's getting the gotcha, what's going on? Like, imagine Luka Doncic, and you've seen it, where guys are just having a beer at their locker. That's what you want to have. Remember, uh, who's uh, Don Nelson did oh, that? Donnie. Donnie Nelson. Mavs legend, speaking of. So I came in, right, 2506, somewhere around that time. Okay. I used to, uh, so Don Nelson was, I forget who he was coaching, but he, they get beat by somebody. It's a Clipper game, and he has a Coors Light. And we're outside, not in the locker, that not, not in the hallway, and all of a sudden, there's three people ready to talk to him. TV camera shows up, and Don Nelson says, Damn it, you're going to make me put away my beer. He was doing the post-game scrum with the beer, hands the beer off here. And even baseball players, they used to just stand there with their beer, but then, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, um, beer in the clubhouse is a, is it, a regular. Then they got banned and they don't have it anymore. So to hear him saying, I want a recovery beer, that speaks to my soul. That speaks to everybody else. That speaks to every guy who's like, you know what? Yeah, like softball. You want to have a beer. You want to exactly. do this. You want like this is. Oh, by the way, I had sixty, twenty-one, and ten, and <laughs> I did something that nobody's ever done. This is from ESPN Stats and Info: the first player in NBA history to put up sixty, twenty, and ten. That's crazy. Like ESPN Stats and Info has every detail, and when they're tweeting about you over and over and over, come on! And he scored or assisted on eighty-five of Dallas's one hundred twenty-six points. Like, what was going on? They were losing big. And he brought him back, so they needed all sixty points from him. Absolutely, it was the first time in twenty years the teams come back from that little and that that much in that little time to actually win a basketball game. Here's the thing, though, that makes it tough. I gotta believe for Los Angeles Lakers fans to watch Luca play. He's the player you expect to have as a Lakers franchise. Man. He's that generational guy. He puts butts 
in the seats. Yep. And if you've seen him play with your eyeballs, even just once, you know what it is. They don't have that player right now. They have a guy who used to be that guy, obviously, in LeBron. But because of the way that he came, because of all that, they're not going to find that kind of Q rating out of anybody yeah. the same way that Luka is doing right now. And that's kind of the way that the model of this team has worked. If you want to play the way that you're playing, the Lakers, that is, in terms of against the rest of the NBA where we just pick a star and figure the rest out later, you got to actually find the star. And right now, Luka is that star. He's all right. He's been a pro since he was, what, 14 years old? I think like, 15, yeah. yeah he, he won the Euro League. He won the Euro League MVP as a 19-year-old. Yeah. Slovenia. And then, yeah. uh, you know, he, okay, so it says career playing career since 2015, he's been a pro. Went to Real Madrid, does some interviews in Spanish. He knows what's up. Like his accolades, if you just go to his Wikipedia, it's like over and over and over. You're scrolling everything he's going on, right? And he's not—he's big, right? He's six seven ish, somewhere around that line. But the yeah, way that he's he a gets big dude. after it, man, it's just—you it, heard about him when he came in out of the draft. You're like, all right, who's this guy? And you always, when you hear guys that are playing in Europe, you're like, okay, what league? Now, the Spanish league is good. Real Madrid sure. is – that's where ballers are at. So, for him to be doing that as a legit teenager, you knew he was going to come to the NBA and translate well. But not 60, 20, and 10. There was no well. way. There There's was no, no way. way to predict. And Nobody there was saw no this. way for anybody to understand how his personality was going yeah. to take to the Americas. You know what I'm saying? That That's a real part of this. A lot of these European guys get over here, and because they're kind of limited with the language or they don't really like it as much as they do when they're not playing basketball, mm-hmm. you don't get the full complement of who they are as human beings. You get all that with Luca. My man is talking about recovery beers after winning <laughs> NBA basketball <laughs> games. That's amazing. <laughs> I right. Mean, what more do you need? Bro? By the way, Beto, on that Wikipedia page, did you see a picture of Luca's mom? Uh, Have you ever seen a picture of Luca's mom? No. Emily, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Should I? Just check that out on your own. Just saying. Coming up, we are going to ask Emily about her illustrious night out on the town in her hometown at the Garden of Olive. The illustrious, illustrious establishment where she went to dish with her and her sisters. It's Travis and Sliwa. I'm Clinton Yates. He's better Duran. It's 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Travis and Sliwa, Beto and Clinton. Yeah. 710 ESPN. So yesterday we had a whole discussion about what everybody was doing over the course of the next couple days because, as we mentioned before, that is the last program of the year. For Travis and Sliwa, 
not called the Allen and Sliwa show, as I called it yesterday, which I say quite often. <laughs> um, Emily's back Actually, home. I didn't even catch that. Allen right, and Sliwa yeah. show. I know. It's, that's what's funny about it is that you said the first name and then the ampersand and then the last name. Is it the two different names? They're not. Anyway, um, so Emily, you went last night. This was a big Ballyhood event. You're going to go stunt on all your hometown people. Not really. But you went to Olive Garden because you wanted to go to a chain restaurant with your family. I saw some pictures online. Yes. I saw you sent us a little warm-up shot of the intro <laughs> to the Olive Garden uh-huh. as before the proceedings, um, before the things proceeded. How did it go? Take us through it. Please explain. Well, it was lovely. We dressed to the sixes, so it was everyone was in their <laughs> nicest sweaters. So nicest so Patagonia. Evenings- <laughs> right, exactly. It started that. off funny because my younger sister came downstairs and looked at my older sister and just started, you're wearing a brown sweater? Apparently, she had stolen this sweater. So it started off really great with a lot of tension in the house because oh, then no. it ended up being like, when did you steal my sweater? Where's my necklace? All that good stuff. How that old are you? Have. Like 12, 13? <laughs> <laughs> I no, imagine this is a lifelong 20... problem for sisters. I, I, oh, I don't yeah. imagine there's an age um, limit on yes. stealing really? clothes. Really? Forever. Of course not. It's 26, 28, and 24. So, um... Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> And then we go to Olive Garden. I pick up my best friend from high school on the way. Um, and then we get to Olive Garden. We sit down at our table of six. We actually did have to wait for 30 minutes to get seated because it was hopping wow. at this Olive Garden in the middle of Virginia. So Hold on. Did you guys do the, night. we'll go to the bar while we wait for our table move? Or no? <laughs> did you just sit in the lobby with your phones? I suggested the bar. They were like, no, we'll just wait in the lobby. I was like, okay, whatever. Apparently, there was a wedding, <laughs> like, dinner happening at the Olive Garden. So, like, someone was having their wedding, and instead of going out to reception, they had their dinner at Olive Garden. Wait, wait, so wait. that was a like fun thing to look at. post-matrimony or, like, wedding yes. rehearsal dinner? Hey, that ain't bad. That's a good call. Is- That's a good call. <laughs> That's <awesome>. cheap-ass. Okay. <laughs> hey, remember, we're in the middle of nowhere in Virginia here. That's a good point. Yeah. Wait, so they so the a bri- nowhere, there was a, but- bri- a married bride in this Olive Garden. Yes. Okay, go on. Yes. That's amazing. And it was a large family, so they were there. They seemed like a little busy handling that. So we got seated. Uh, we ended up, we ordered calamari for the table and then two sangria pitchers because there were six of us and sat solid, down solid. and had okay, a lot of great stuff. Bad. I did. Yeah. I got a quota. And then, <laughs> but it's, it's less my table, but more the people around us were just, again, just quintessential weird people. <laughs> so it was <laughs> the person behind us was in a cheetah print top. And definitely had the um, the Karen hair, to the least. Yeah. And we had overheard some of her. Um, <laughs> See this person standing in front of me. Yeah. yeah. She sent back her gnocchi soup because it only had one gnocchi in it. What? And we were just like, okay, so this is the kind of person you are. She sent it back <laughs> twice. I was like, Jesus. Twice? We were very nice to our waitress. Yeah. Very nice for Alicia. She was younger. We we had a good time. She, like we like passed around the soup and salad. I had um, ha- about half of my pasta I got through because it was so big, but it was everything I ever hoped for. It was okay. a great dish session. <laughs> Everyone was telling me about what they like about Travis and Sliwa because they listened to the show. Oh, so they saying, well, like, about, hopefully like, they don't the listen right about. now. Well, hold on. What did they say? <laughs> we, listen, this is the year end show. We're not straying away from <laughs> feedback about the program. What was actually said? No. They loved it. They loved my Disney uh, story of going to Disney. Wait, are you paying for this dinner? Influence? Uh, my sister paid because okay. she all makes right. the most money of all of us. Because if you were paying, then of course <laughs> but, you're going to say the show's amazing. 
Oh, no, no. No, uh, it's not. Go it's on. Not hold that. on. So what they, they, yeah, they, they say? They don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. They, they really like the shows. They, they listen, you know. How much do they love Clinton? Betta, would you let her answer the question? <laughs> I want to know about you. Please, forget the Olive Garden. Let's me. go. I'm, we're filling in. I, we, we set this whole thing up so I can hear all about Olive Garden and what she's talking mm. about. I want to know. I'm very interested. Why is yeah. there a fight at Olive Garden? I'm very interested in the Central Virginia Olive Garden yeah. go-tos. Way to know your audience. Here right. we go. My my um, my my younger sister just kind of was a little tense the whole time because I think she was just really mad at the sweater thing the entire oh, evening. So that's true. Throw her a pall over the proceedings. And so she had a little bit of tension. Yeah, and then we were we were just talking about how there was drama because. We only invited certain cousins. We did not invite all the cousins. Oh, now, now you're yeah, in Mitchell's yeah, wheelhouse. Yeah. This is it. Now you're Let's in Mitchell's wheelhouse. Let's go. You're, you're getting a strong cousins. worded letter. I have a lot of cousins. Yes. What was the, what was so the cutoff? So it's like then? we only invited two cousins because this is the cousins that are closest in age, the ones that we like the most, that we wanted to hang out with. And But there was drama because – the aunt called us on the way to Olive Garden. It was like, are you guys doing anything fun tonight? And like, we didn't tell the whole truth. Because <laughs> we didn't really want to hang out with them because she was going to come wherever we were uninvited. All right, where you're from, um, does everybody think Olive Garden is the fun spot? <laughs> they they like to go out to eat to chain restaurants. It's not like a fun <laughs> we went, spot. Yeah, we, it's we, just we, like... Yeah. We went over this yesterday. <laughs> Beto, you've never been in that position where the no, cool cousins... No, I'm from a big city. No, no, no that's, like... not, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, you know where the cool cousins go out, and there's a lot of other people yes. involved. And Beto, you know what I'm talking about, where you got to find a way to get to the I event. I am Mexican. You don't think we cut people off at the wedding? We that's only, we only invite 300. That's what I'm asking you about your experience <laughs> in that regard, because yeah. I know you're a popular guy. No, I'm not. I'm the one that's popping yeah. off. Like, well, you didn't invite me, because you know I'm going to say something, right? You know I'm going to pop off. <laughs> So I'm the one that doesn't get invited because, like, damn, Bethel's going to say something. But I'm still showing up to right. the bar. Wow. Well, so so you, you <laughs> skated your aunt. Did you did you run into any human being that you knew otherwise who were not a member? No, of actually, I did not Aww. run into anybody that I knew, which That's is fine. Problem. Damn it. It's okay. But I, we, oh, we also, so we, in addition to the Karen person that we saw, there was also someone who literally dressed like she was going to, I don't know how to describe this perfectly, but she was decked out in all pink she had a hoop skirt like literally like had wire in it like it was like a you know old timey pink skirt like the and good witch in was, wizard of oz yeah and she was dressed to like the tens and wow. this was like her big night out so again this is like olive garden is like what? the nine tens for most people in this nice. area i guess i have never gone to virginia forget this you live in northern virginia it's very different yeah it's a whole other world you'd love northern virginia but, no i'm okay Okay, well, that's you've never been. That's why. Well, I've then you're been. not invited. Did right, you see exactly. the high school quarterback who got fat and is at the bar at, sitting by himself? <laughs> no, he was not no. at the bar. Oh. No, not 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 that night. But it was it was it was fun. It was Did good. you see so, the homecoming queen that you didn't like? Sitting there by herself. Beto, these are very specific. We talked about her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, nice. Geez. I know. Because nice. I know who this yeah. is. This is the Mean Girls Club right here. It's nothing yeah, Mean yeah, Girls about it. Yes, they are. You're the Mean Girls, aren't you, Emily? <laughs> you don't know. I'm not a Mean girl. girl. No, no. Your yeah. crew. We just like to gossip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. to gossip. Every uh-huh. girl group likes to gossip. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 let me tell you that. Yeah, Beto, no you don't know group group if you think Emily is a, is in any sort of mean girl crew, Beto. You don't know real mean. <laughs> no, girl no, 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 no. I'm saying her, this is mean girl esque of what they did. Mm. They went to go gossip and say how amazing their lives are, which I'm all for. That's which is always great. I'm all for. I'm all That's for that. Just hanging out, bro. So you had a good time last night, Emily. Great time. Lots of leftovers. We took about like. 
12 breadsticks home and yeah. we have a bunch of food left over. I, so I support great. that. I support the breadsticks. Beto, how yeah. was your time last night? I, I fired up my laptop uh, and I was told our friend Steven was like, by the way, you know the Damien's happening this weekend. I was like, oh, yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Let me, let me, let me check uh, the, the slate. And I was like, oh, right. Beto's probably going to be there. How'd that go last Yeah, time? so we did the show in the morning. Then I did uh, four games, uh, classic at Damien's at Laverne, in Laverne, the city of Laverne, at Damien yeah. High School. Uh, they bring a bunch of schools, like over 112 teams are playing. So I did the top division. So I got to see a school from called Harvard Westlake, Ballers. Yeah. They have three kids committed to the Ivy Leagues. Um, then I saw Notre Dame with uh, Master P. Son, Mercy Miller playing. He's really good. He's committed to Houston. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they Master have a- P's been in the news recently for not supporting his kids. So that's kind of awesome. Oh, is it? I, I don't know. You didn't hear about this? Nah, man. Lil I, Romeo took him to task and said basically he was broke because he had to pay all of his dad's tax debts oh, from all the money he made as an oh, artist. That's a separate discussion. That's a separate discussion. Yeah, yeah. but this kid, uh, Mercy Miller, he's really yeah. nice. He's gone. Uh, then I saw um, yeah, Notre Dame played, Harvard Westlake played, um, Santa Margarita, uh, the home of the fighting Clay Thompsons. Uh, nice. they, they played yesterday. They came up short in their game. They played a team from American Fork who had a great nickname. You'll love this, Amanda. American Fork, the Cavemen. Like, that's what? a great name, though, if you're from Utah. The Cavemen. The ca- oh, they're from Utah. Okay. Yeah. That so, makes a lot of sense. Cavemen, they're coming in and they play. They, they Do play. they have, like, a Captain Caveman type I wish. logo? I, I wish. I love Captain Caveman when I was Yeah. Kid. And then uh, the last game I saw was Etiwanda, uh, home of that's Darren Collison. That's the game I watched. Yeah, so I called that at the end of the game. Worked with my guy, Tony Moscow, who does stuff for Bally's, the teacher. We have a lot of fun. It's streamed on uh, NFHS, so it's cool to work with and just to see these kids. The cool thing that happened, I actually posted on my Instagram, um, so my son, Mateo, is a high school senior. So when he yeah. was a little kid, you know, like peewee basketball, I was his coach out there. Roll it out. Make sure I organized the juice boxes. And I saw a kid named Tyler Milas yesterday. He plays for Norbon. I'm like, Mateo, is that the Tyler from the park? He's like, yeah. I was telling Amanda the story. I, last time I saw this kid, he was 10. Okay. He's playing yesterday. I'm broadcasting his game. I see him afterwards. I go take a picture with him. Like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, grown man. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And I'm talking to him, and there's a gentleman in – uh, in the in the gym, who's like, hey, you're Bethel Duran. I'm like, yeah. And then Tyler's like, no, oh, this is my coach right here from when I was a little kid. Gentleman, like, how do you know him? It's like, I listened today, you and Clinton. Man, <laughs> let me tell you about Clinton. He gets me mad, but he's right. And I'm like, that's what matters right there. And I said, tomorrow, 10 to 1, we're back on. So Love it. It was cool to be there, see the people. Um, saw Reggie Morris, who was actually Russell Westbrook's high school coach at Losing Your High. He's now coaching a Redondo. Okay. And it's like you go back and you see people that you came up with where, like, I started doing high school basketball games in 2004 or 5. It's a long when time. I, when I was answering the phones here at ESPN, I would do them just for fun. And I still do it just for fun, and it's great to do. And you see people, you grow up, and I'm becoming that guy now, Clinton, where – Hey, I saw you when you were a little kid. You were the ball boy here. So this is why. And I'm now you're up. grown up. Because I'm listening to the telecast, and I see, I hear, I'm, I'm hearing it because you can't see them. You can yeah. just watch the game, but you can hear the two guys. And your co-host goes, "Well, dang, Beto, you know everybody." I'm like, "How are you still getting this from people you're working <laughs> with? This guy's older than you. Of course, you know everybody." Because Beto's like pulling out of the broadcast to shake hands. You can hear this voice trailing <laughs> away from the mic. Hey, how you doing? You know, shaking hands and stuff. It was really funny. I'm glad it was a good experience. Yeah, I'm sure there were a lot of people there who were great, happy to see you. Yeah, it's fun to do. You show up and you forget that, you know, we come to a studio and we sit here by ourselves like I am today or if you're in here, you and I and the producer and our bosses and you forget that you're making that connection with my boys who are driving for UPS or yeah. guys working at the airport that I know and it's like you're helping people get through the day 
So and you know we get done with the show, you go home, you go do th- things out here and there. And it's like, oh hey, thank you for doing this, thank you for doing that. Appreciate that, man. It, it, it feels really cool to connect with the people. And that's all I say. Get out with the people. Press the flesh. That's what Absolutely, I, I need to get out to that tournament. I'm told it's one of the best it's high school fun, basketball man. tournaments really, in America. Really I've yet to do it, but I'm glad I got to tune in last night. Looked like it was a long time. Coming up, you know what it is. Hashtag Ashley. But we're all here, and guess who's going to join? Her name's Amanda, and she's our boss. It's Travis and Sliwa, Clinton Yates, Beto Duran, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, it's time for Ashley, Travis and Sliwa, Duran and Yates. Last program of 2022. I almost forgot that this was the theme music for this. I was, I was, I was kind of hoping for the sunset, Sleewood sunset music, but that's that's okay. Um, <laughs> Emily, how do you how do you want to do? Do you want to read some off? We'll, we'll go. Do you want to go to the phones? But this is let's, your let's segment. Let's go to, to phones steer. first. Let's oh, go to the phones. Calls? Yeah. Let's go. Jason Ooh. in Downey, you're on 710 ESPN with Beto Duran and Clinton Yates. Hey, it's a big pleasure being on the last Ashley of the year. So my Ashley for today is. In the movie Mr. Deeds, Deeds finds out that his uncle has a water fountain of Hawaiian punch. If you had this water fountain, what would be your choice of beverage? And it has to be non-alcoholic. I'm going with cool blue Gatorade. Have a great excellent. year. Uh, happy, happy New Year, guys. Thank you, Jason. That's an excellent question. I like the non-alcoholic. Beto, stop complaining. Just go with the bit. Okay? <laughs> go with the bit. Engage the premise, okay? Yeah, let's, my let's, water. Let's, let's do that. All right, let's engage the premise. Right. I would say, and this is funny because – as I've been down with the sickness, I've been drinking a lot of this as a way to stay hydrated. Minute Maid Fruit Punch is my jam, dog. Minute Maid Fruit Punch, Minute Maid Berry Punch, and Minute Maid, excuse me, Minute Maid Fruit Punch, Minute Maid Tropical Punch, and Minute Maid Berry Punch. In that order are my top three soft drinks that aren't like healthy green juices or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? On the list. All I right. typically do it this way, Beto. Hold up. Top three, huh? I drink I half like of it. I drink half of it. Like, Full full freight, if you will. And then I mix the other half with water. And so you get like one and a half things out of it. Because it's actually a little too juicy. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know how like lemonade you get it and it's a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. And you want to cut it with some water so it's a little bit more drinkable. That's how I operate with my Minute Maid Fruit Punches. By the gallon, by the way. And I take them to the face because I'm the only one who lives here. So <laughs> That's what I would have <laughs> in my head, fountain. Like, I like that question too, though, by that's the way. Solid. I, that's what I would have in my fountain. All right, non-alcoholic. I'm going to go with... Uh, because if it's a fountain, means I'm gonna be drinking the night before, and <laughs> you need there's a it, you don't next, have to swim in it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm swimming in it, baby. If I ha, if I can afford a fountain of drinks, you know I'm getting hammered on Camus the night before, or or tequila, like no other. Uh, Electrolyte, which is uh, oh, yeah. it's the recovery <laughs> hydration, right? That's what you need, and you, it's not Electrolyte. It's you got to say it in Spanish, Electrolyte. Uh, Palmolive, yeah, all t- that Gatorade, all, all that. this. Yeah. Uh, but if you, that's not Vapor, available. Vaporube, sorry. I've vaporube. Va- vaporube, that's the <laughs> maple rub. Uh, anyway, that from Laura. Anyway, yeah. go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me the old school, traditional Gatorade, that 
that yellow one, right? That, just give me that because that's going to wake me up. I, I love the way it tastes because a cold Gatorade, whether you need it, you're sick, whatever it is, boom, so give me that Gatorade. Gatorade, the electrolytes. I got to add that one to the list. My favorite thing in the world, Beto, are like brand name English words pronounced in Spanish. That's like one of the funniest. Oh, things. that's a whole pa- thing. Palmolive is another one, which I enjoy. Vaporu, that's it. You get rid Vaporu. of the B, Vaporu. There it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Beto Bismol, that's it. Taylor, what about you? This is tough, but I think I'm going to go with squirt. Give me the squirt. Hey. And, uh, squirt? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I want the all Mexican right. squirt with the uh, cane Squirt's sugar. really yeah. sweet. I feel like that would get in your eyes. Kind of messy. I guess we're not all swimming in the fountain like Pedro. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Emily, what about you? Uh, I think Dr. Pepper would be up there for me. Oh. I love Dr. Pepper. Um, and then orange juice, probably. I love orange juice. Love Dr. Pepper. Just not together. I don't think I'd put them together. Okay. But, um, all right. but here's the next one. Yeah, hashtag Ask Clinton. How many beers do you think Beto can throw down in a single drink sesh? Oh, that's easy. That depends on a lot. I mean, I feel like, well, it depends on where you're going, what we're doing. If we're in Beto's backyard, I'm sure Beto and I can handle a case of beer between the two of us. Absolutely. Ease. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's not even a question. Beto, at a function, and I don't mean a function like a radio function. I mean, like, some. I see Beto being a guy that can drink six beers easy and oh, not have a huge problem. Easy. Um, once you get up above six beers... Then you get into the risk of like where you're actually going and what you're actually doing, especially when you get to a certain age. I thought about this yesterday, too, because there's a topic I want to bring up later in the show, though, which is like drinking at functions, particularly work functions, is always a tricky task. Yeah, don't do you it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, you know, you never really know. And that's, that's when you don't want to find out the hard way yeah. either. You know what I'm saying? Shouts <laughs> to Amanda, by the way, who does not have a camera on her, so I can't see her. But. Yeah. It's, uh, no, but to answer your question, if they're like Modelo's 18-pack, you know, Easy. Like when I play okay. golf, there's 18 holes, 18 beers. Let's go. Right. That that, that makes sense. That adds up. Yeah. That adds Easy up. work. What do we got next? All right. This one's from Casper Villa. He says, is it okay to give flowers on the first date asking for a friend? Uh, Beto, you start. Absolutely. Uh, that's an old school, traditional gentleman. Why not? Now, are you going to go bouquet of roses, spend hundreds? Nah, nah, nah. Just a small <laughs> little bouquet, you know, uh, some carnation, something in there. Yeah. It shows some class. Do that. Uh, yeah. Amanda, is Amanda here? I yeah. am here. Do you? Uh, this is this is your account. I figured you would have some good advice on this one. What do you feel about uh, flowers on the first date? Exactly. Uh, I am all for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Beto, I don't believe we've been friends for like twelve years. Yeah. Have you ever given a woman flowers on the first You don't know day? my life, all right? Oh, please. You don't, you don't know me. Oh, I know you, fool. First of all, you- I know you. <laughs> I know you well. Exactly. So you don't know my life. Uh-huh. Uh, also. You just said a date. I don't go on dates. That's, That's right. Exactly. That's yeah. But I will send flowers if it's your birthday, Amanda. Did to that a, happen to a girl year? you're dating? Yeah, if I'm dating a girl, you send flowers. You should do that just because. You send them or you give them in person? No, you send them. Because there's nothing like getting the office flowers and make the other girls in the office jealous. Well, because the other thing, too, is he uh, doesn't might, do, Beto doesn't do relationships. Uh huh. Right. He right. just has, you know, uh, a roster, yeah. as Situations. we call it. Yeah. So you have to send it to them. Yeah. Because otherwise, then you have to, like, show up and actually, you know, put some effort in and give yeah, it to yeah. them. Then you have to get dressed. Yeah, yeah and like, you, you got to take them out for a meal. Like, that's too much work for Beto. See in public. <laughs> the key oh. part of what she said was, as we say, as in somebody who knows what rosters are, she's speaking to an audience <laughs> of humans that is well familiar <laughs> with the roster concept. Taylor, would you give flowers before the first date? First date? No, never. I think you're just uh, you're setting a high standard there. Just wait, you know, <laughs> three or four, three or four dates ends appropriate, but first right. date, nah. 
Emily, have you ever received flowers on a first date? I have, actually. So, it, well, okay. I'll tell the story in this way. So I was, like, talking to somebody during height of COVID. So, like, we weren't being able to see each other, but we had matched on a dating app. And so he sent me, like, an Instacart order to my house, and we were going to cook together over FaceTime. So oh, that's cool. the Instacart oh, this order is adorable. also yeah, included a bouquet of flowers, which is very okay. sweet. But the, Insta- the Instacart guy was like, I don't know how to pick flowers. So he called me. He was like, what kind of flowers do you want? And I was like, I don't know. Like, whatever. <laughs> oh, so it's he like, blew the pit. Hey. Exactly. The effort was, the cute, effort was there. Exactly. And I think it's a very nice gesture. I think it's very, like, very wholesome thing to do. And I think it's more of, like, yeah, relationship material, not like, hey, we're going to go on a date or yeah. two dates. Okay. I'll follow up with this, though. Don't be the guy who's leaving the bar with a girl you just met and you just got her number or her, her Instagram and then somebody walks up to you trying to sell you a flower and you buy one. Don't be that. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Do well, that. hold on. Let's, because you know, I'm glad that... you brought that up. And I want to get Amanda's thoughts on this as well because I come from a sort of different stance on this, which is like, bro, you giving somebody flowers on the first date, they got to carry those daggone things around the entire time and that can get a little annoying. Yes. Amanda, am I wrong about it's, this? It's your- um, I mean, I would hope that you're not walking up with a ginormous bouquet of flowers, but if it's a smaller one, it's not that big a deal. Are I mean, I guess Lego flowers here. Or? No, oh, we're not talking Lego yeah. flowers. Do you think anybody I'm dating is good enough to get my Lego flowers? These are in my house for a reason. All right, these are mine. I don't right, think sorry, anyone ahead, would Amanda. want Lego flowers personally. You'd be surprised. But, you should see you know. my DMs. Oh, go on. I don't think oh. I don't think the DMs are for your Lego flowers, my <laughs> friend. Tell you what. <laughs> Landing bricks. No, I'm joking. But um, <laughs> so it's not a big deal because I feel I sort of feel like flowers. To your point, Beto. Like at the end of the night, it's like okay, here, take this and take it home. You don't have to deal with this. Or I don't know where you're going after this. I do not want you to have to be saddled with these, you know, plants. But I the think the, the thing night. is, like, it depends. Like, if you're going to dinner, right? You guys are meeting and you're going to dinner. Oh, uh, if you're meeting her, no, no, no. You got to have the flowers at her place. So you can say, oh. And no, then, you're going to go, go pick her up, and then she can put it in a vase. Yeah. yeah a or, vase. But if you're meeting there, like, dinner, it's easy to just set it to the side. It just depends what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, I think it shows that you're a gentleman. I don't know. I personally, right. I, I think it's very thoughtful. And you know what? Let me go to my And appreciative. Account. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like no, opening thought, doors the, 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 and, and pulling out the chair. Yeah, like, all those kind of like antiquated things that are antiquated. Kind of that's nice normal. No, um, Beto, you would be surprised. It's there are a lot of guys out there that are not gentlemen. <laughs> like, Beto, do you know, do you execute the sidewalk rule? Oh, my gosh. Do, do I execute? Clint, I do. I do that even I'll, with my I'll shank somebody, Clint, man. can I yeah. tell you that for me as a woman, oh. when a guy does that, that is like the thing that like melts my heart. Like, oh, he's a keeper. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, but there's, there's a lot of guys out there that don't do that. Stop it. That's unbelievable to me. Like, how do you not do that? That's like step one out of everything. You Beto, know, that's I like, feel like you even do that with me. Like, when yes, we're. Yes, yeah. I do that all the, the time. Everybody, everyone everywhere, I know, everywhere we're walking I go. down the even street, I'm walking on the outside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, anyway. No, my daughter knows. She's known since she was a little kid. Well, she's 12 now, but I mean, when she was younger, would tell her brother, Mattel, the sidewalk, get over here. I'm like, right. Tell like 10. Okay, like, right. no, that's like the old school Mexican way of being brought up where you do this, you do this. Like, no, open the door. Don't never let the woman pump her own gas. You Like, things like that, man. Flowers. Chivalry has it, died. In no, a it's lo- not. In a lot of men. Yes, it has. Well, then. It's barely died with Beto. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm the one that's keeping it alive, man. With your roster, how's that? He does it for hey, he does it for all of them. Too high. <laughs> the joke. He's a gentleman with his Man. whole roster. This fool. Keep the Astleys <laughs> coming. We will get to them as the program proceeds. It's the last one of 2022 coming up. We're gonna review the top 
Sports Moments of the Year for Los Angeles. I'm Clinton Yates. He's Bezzer Duran. This is 710 ESPN.